Welcome to Piedmont Arts. I'm Rachel Stewart. Davis Tapp is the newly appointed executive director of the choir school at St. Peter's in Charlotte, and he's worked for a number of years as a nonprofit executive and brings leadership and fundraising experience to the choir school, having worked for the Pi Kappa Phi Foundation in Charlotte and the Boy Scouts of America in Lumberton. Davis, it's great to have you on Piedmont Arts today. Thanks so much for having me. So uh, when was your first day? July 1st, so I've been here a little over a month. Interesting time to start a new job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so how, so how, how did you know how to even start your job with, you know, all the social distancing and how that affects choirs in particular and all of that? Well, uh, there are a lot of really talented people who work here. So I guess that's where I would start. Um, Elizabeth Lindsay, our artistic director, um, Kay Johnson, our founder, and Abigail Cutterback, our board chair, really went out of their way to make me feel welcome and make sure I had the tools um, to succeed and to learn what I needed to learn. And I think that's still an ongoing process right now, though, because nothing is looks sort of the way it usually would. Not that that's a bad thing, um, but we're learning as we go, and it's been a great month here so far. What have you done so far that you've really enjoyed? I think... Um, Starting off just really getting to know the choir school community, it's been a vibrant place for 27 years now, and I am just a small piece of that. Um, I just wanted to come in and learn the culture and learn what's important to this place and how I can add to that. Um, the other thing I would say we're starting to work on is just uh, looking towards the fall, or not even really starting to work on it, working on it, but looking towards the fall. Um, and all our great programming that we're going to be um, rolling out to the public. Um, and we actually are having a choir camp right now virtually. Um, and that's going really well. So we've been working towards that. So, yeah, I was going to ask you to talk about, you know, some of the things that you're having to do differently um, this year. And the choir camp is interesting. How does that work? <laughs> well, uh, our artistic staff uh, has been, done a really great job of putting together a comprehensive program. You know, we are a choir school and often we think of, uh, people think of us just as sort of a performing choir, but we're an educational program. And so we found that kids are adaptable and they're able to still learn our content uh, online. So uh, they are doing theory on websites and they're still singing together with everyone on mute with while Elizabeth and um, her staff are leading the children, um, and they also are doing fun things like making uh, musical uh, rain sticks, but I think sort of the highlight, the thing we're doing completely differently is all our students have received a ukulele, and Elizabeth and Garrett are using that as a tool to teach theory. Um, so there's some really exciting stuff going on. Would they have gotten the ukulele if it weren't for the pandemic? Was that something they were planning to do? Or was this just sort of a, you know, a eureka? Oh, you could give them a ukulele. <laughs> I think it was more of a eureka moment, for sure. I think uh, if we were all together, we would still be singing, which, as you mentioned, um, we want to keep our kids as safe as possible. And that's just not really feasible in the environment right now. So this was a, a cool way to get our kids engaged and, you know, Kids want to move and, and get up and move around and having something physical that they can play and still engage with music theory was really the idea behind it. So right now you've got the camp going on and that gets you ready for the season, correct? Right. 
Yes. So how do you see the season unfolding? Well, um, earlier this year, we released a virtual choir project uh, online. And, you know, in the past, our audience is who we can fit into St. Peter's for uh, a a piece, right, for a a concert. Um, And that one video uh, is actually now the largest audience we've ever reached. So we're thinking of it as a positive and a great opportunity to share um, our talented young people with uh, a wider community. And we are looking at uh, releasing several uh, projects throughout the fall, um, showing off what our students are working on and and, um, all that they're learning. And then Christmas, when we would usually have our Christmas concert, we will have a actual virtual concert that people um, can pay for a ticket and join us online to view. And we're really excited about it. Will that be live or will it be a video that's been what are the logistics on this actually? So it, it will be recorded. So, you know, live, there's um, a lots of different challenges in terms of just syncing everyone up, especially when you're, you're working with children with varying degrees of uh, access to technology. One thing we're really proud of in our program, it's not about your wallet. It's just about, can you sing? And are you interested in learning music? So there are challenges that we would have to really overcome uh, if it were live. So it's a recorded project that we're editing. And then it's sort of like appointment viewing television. You'll be able to buy a ticket, just like you'd be able to come to one of our concerts, um, log online and view it, uh, everyone together. And we're very, very excited about it. Was last spring the first time you did a, like you said, a, vid, a virtual choir? I'm just curious what you had to learn. to. It seems to me like that making a video is just such a it's a whole different skill set right I mean Completely. people make a living doing that so how do you <laughs> how did you uh how did you get that taken care of so I will say that was before my time mm-hmm. so um, I can't speak to the, the specifics of it I can tell you what I've gleaned from our staff um basically what we did was Elizabeth had our adult helpers record each part individually. And then that was provided um, to our students who all recorded themselves individually. And then we hired an outside video editor um, to sort of help us splice it all together. And Jeff Yost, who helps us with our communications efforts also had a huge role in putting that together. So we were able to release it to the world And I'll say one thing that really excites me about these virtual choir projects, not only is it something that we can um, show everyone and put out to the world so people can see what we're doing, but it gives our students something to work towards and makes things feel um, like they're still progressing in our program uh, because we're still providing the same great quality education that we have been for years. And this gives us all something that we're, we're, we're working on and working towards. As I think, you know, and you've talked about this, there are some upsides to, mm-hmm. to doing this. And um, I'm just curious as to how you think this will impact things going forward. You know, do you feel like these virtual performances or the online options are something you would hang on to? I think we're going to have to, you know, take that as it comes. I think ideally um, – we want to be back in front of people performing because we think not only is that sort of what we're designed to do, but it's also great for our kids. Um, I grew up in theater, right? And, and I was grew up on the stage and, and learning 
um, how to be in front of people in public. And our singers get to do that as well. And it, it builds really important life skills. So I think that's will always be our bread and butter is being in front of people singing. But this is going to provide us a really um, interesting way to reach audiences we haven't reached before. And I'm sure the things we're learning now about these virtual experiences will carry into the future about how we share our mission and our message going forward. Yeah, I think it's really fascinating that you had 15,000 mm -hmm. views on that, that video. Um, before we go, are there any particular performances that you want to let folks know about that they should be on the lookout for? Yeah, so in October, we'll be releasing um, several videos of our kids singing. And then uh, around Christmas time, we'll have a Christmas concert, like we said. Um, for all that information, just head to our website at thechoirschool.org, and you'll be able to find all the information about our performances. Well, thank you very much, and good luck with the upcoming year. Thanks. For Piedmont Arts, I'm Rachel Stewart.